All right. Oh, I hope you guys had a fantastic week like I have. Hope you guys listened to my uh, podcast from last week with uh, the special guests that I've been uh, amping up for the show. Uh, made for Broadway, my uh, South African pop punk friends. Um, if you didn't get a chance to check that out, it's it's the one right before this. I think it's episode 24, 23. It just says featuring Made for Broadway. Um, same thing goes for you, Apple and uh, Spotify listeners, um, SoundCloud too. Uh, and all that stuff is linked up from the guys from last week, everything we talked about. Uh, they have a new record out. Um, what has been going on this week? A whole lot uh, in, in music, a whole lot in family. Um, first up, I have to talk about um, something kind of sad. Uh, it just was kind of out of nowhere is, uh, if any of you out there are a fan of the band Real Friends, uh, lead singer and longtime frontman uh, Dan Lambden, um, decided to mutually part ways with the band. Uh, it's crazy, like, I just saw those guys at the Four Chord Fest in Pittsburgh, like, back in October, and everything seemed fine, like, I don't know, and I guess he just, they made a statement, Real Friends made a statement, they... They, they did this on Valentine's Day of all days to just break all the pop com- all the pop punk kids' hearts. Uh, the statement read from real friends to our fans and friends. Uh, after 10 years together, 10 years together, uh, we've mutually parted ways with Dan Lambden. Uh, we have lived our dreams toward the world, released three albums, and made countless memories together that we'll never, ever forget. Uh, what the future holds, we aren't entirely sure of yet. But we are excited and optimistic. At the same time, we also wish our brother and friend Dan the best. He will continue writing uh, with Rationale, which is, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it, R-A-T-I-O-N-A-L-E. It's another band he's in. Uh, And live streaming on Twitch. This is not the end of Real Friends. We have simply turned the page to the next chapter. Thank you for all of your love and your support. Dan made a similar thing, saying that you know he's he's on good terms with the friend with 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 the real friends friends with the band, and that um, uh, he just they decided to part ways. Um, I know that people in uh, on on Reddit and on a couple of um, punk forums that I'm on were talking that the band completely wiped out their Twitter, their Instagram, and their Facebook account, and their um, their website's pretty dead. So I think this was like premeditation it was something leading up to this so um but who knows it just it's it's really cool that they're they left on mutual terms i really don't i really don't like it um when when bands you know start playing the blame game i mean a lot of you out there can think of a few you know when blink broke up and um uh when brendan yuri decided to take panic to Panic at the Disco to uh, uh, basically a solo project of his own, um, and band members get swapped out all the time. It's really good to see that they're on mutual terms. I'm really, ex- I'm really, really happy for them. I'm excited to see who they're going to get to replace because Dan has such a unique voice, um, and that's going to be a really tough one to replace. Another thing I'm kind of excited about is that the band uh, Makeout, who I'm really good friends with, I'll link up an interview I did with them back at the Vans Warp Tour, back at, a, uh, at, a, at another tour they did with Cute Is What We Aim For. Um, 
uh, when their uh, when their when their first album dropped that John Feldman produced. John Feldman did everybody from Blink One Eighty Two, The Used, Good Charlotte, you name it. He's put it out, and I was really excited for those guys. Um, but they're on tour right now. They're going to start tour, shall I say, with Say We Can Fly, uh, aka uh, Braden Berry. Um, it's a co-headlining North American tour. Uh, tour kicks off on April second in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And it's going to hit all the major cities, Portland, Oregon, Salt Lake City, Dallas, Texas, blah, 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 coming through Pittsburgh and going to end in Philadelphia on May 10th. So you got about a month of that. Um, they did swap members. Another mutual thing that I can say is really cool. Um, their, their, their longtime singer and their bass player dropped out and uh, they, they replaced uh, in September of 2019 um, with Kyle D., uh, if you don't know who Kyle D is, he was a former season 11 American Idol contestant, and uh, he's um, uh, I, I, a singer in another band called The Frantic. Um, there's another dude who's playing bass. His name is AJ, and he was a previously a member of a band called Sleep On It. If, if you ever heard of either of those bands, um, uh, Brandon Barry right now he's on tour with the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, another band that I interviewed last year. Uh, the bottom line and cute is what we aim for. Uh, so, the, you know these kind of, these kind of bands they, uh, they 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 do their own thing uh, in kind of their knit circle knit groups. Um, he has a new video that's going to be dropping on March first, twenty twenty, which is called Pavement. I'm pretty excited to see that. Um, yeah, I'm, I I I love Say We Can Fly. I love Make Out. Um, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see if it's just those two or they're gonna get uh, a couple more bands on that bill. Uh, maybe some local openers, which is always a cool thing. Um, another thing, this is this is just basically bands uh, uh, switching and swapping things out. Uh, another thing is going on is that Neck Deep uh, recently launched an app, um, and they announced a new member in their band, which is he's basically let's face it, he's been the the uh, the unsung member of Neck Deep for the longest time. Uh, Seb Barlow, a.k.a. Ben Barlow's brother. Uh, ben Barlow is the lead singer of Neck Deep, in case you didn't know. Um, and he's going to be jumping on bass. Seb, for years, has produced and written stuff with Neck Deep. And for Neck Deep, he's written songs like December, In Bloom, Lime Street, She's a God, just uh, and, and like a ton more. And um, <laughs> he's also produced, he's not just like a, a Neck Deep producer guy he's messed with bands like whoa rome wstr worcester and uh, as it is um and and a ton of others from like the hopeless records fearless records um roster uh he's he's produced and helped those out. and the guys from made for broadway he produced their um their their last record so i'm i'm kind of excited to see him jump on bass i'm really excited to see him write with the band a whole lot more because he has a really unique brilliant mind uh, that's going to be, that's going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun to listen to. Um, along with that, they also announced an app that they download. Uh, when you download the app, uh, you get an invite from neck deep, um, to something called Sonderland, uh, which is going to be in Camden stables in London from February 28th and 29th this year. Yes, it is leap year. I didn't mess that up. It's 28th and 29th of February. Um, fans were taking a Twitter and they're like, what the hell is Sonderland? And they were asking the band about it, and the band kind of kept secret about it. 
uh, but someone posted a definition of Sonder. <laughs> the Sonder, definition of Sonder is the realization that everybody around you, even strangers, are living a life just as complex as yours. That's the short end of it. So maybe it's going to be like a festival. Maybe it's going to be like a unique listening experience for something new that they're dropping. Who the hell knows? But you can find all of that out at neckdeepuk.com. Uh, and you can you can follow all their stuff to download there. Um, either, either you have Apple or Google Play stores. Um, but uh, I'm I'm kind of excited for this. Uh, I'm I'm not in the UK or from the UK, but I'm kind of excited to see what they're gonna do with uh, with this app. And and like I said, Seb, um, I'm friends with Seb on Facebook. Congratulated him on being uh, um, in, in the band, and I, I sent him a link to my uh, to my write up on him. Um, pretty excited about that. Uh, just tours, tours galore, uh, newfound glory and simple plan have announced a tour with knuckle puck, uh, newfound glory and simple plan are co-headlining this, um, uh, newfound glory announced their 10th studio album called forever plus ever times infinity. And that is going to be, uh, that's going to be due out sometime later this year. Um, uh, but they teamed up with just as they announced that, like a couple days later, they um, they announced this co-headlining tour with Simple Plan, which is going to be a North American tour, and Knuckle Puck. You can't get any better than those three bands on a bill. Maybe there's an opening band. Maybe it's just going to be those three. I really don't know, but I'm really excited for it. Um, uh, tour kicks off on May 29th in St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, which is the release date uh, of NFG's um, forthcoming seventh. 10th, 10th studio album um, via Hopeless Records. Um, again, like the Makeout Tour, it's going to hit all the major cities, uh, including Pittsburgh, and they're, they're going to be touring with Knuckle Puck. Knuckle Puck is such a good band live. I just saw them. And Simple Plan, <laughs> back at the Four Chord Fest back in uh, October, there was a ton of bands there. Um, I'm pretty excited to see what Rishi's going to do with Four Chord this year. It's the seventh year. It's so crazy. It's seven years old. Um, uh, I'll get into that in, a, in, a, in another podcast where um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll try to bring him on and have him talk with me about Four Chord Fest and the stuff he has uh, lined up with this. Uh, Simple Plan right now, though, is currently on tour in the UK with my good buddies from Bowling for Soup on their co-headlining tour. And uh, NFG just dropped a new single called Greatest of All Time, The Goat. Uh, and it's uh, it's off of their upcoming album. So you get to kind of hear what the new record's going to sound like. And uh, that's going to be... That, that's going to be amazing i know that uh when steven klein dropped out of the band and uh they became a four piece that uh they they didn't leave good terms on steve klein let me tell you i'm not going to talk about the story on here but if you want to look it up on your own go go for it um they didn't leave on good terms with steve but when they did they it feels like they got harder everything got heavier and 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 chuggier and all for the better i will say um, but they're doing they're doing about a 30 date tour and uh, I'll link up all of this stuff guys in uh, in the description um, if you're on my SoundCloud people my Apple and Spotify people just go to the poppunkdad.com and click on the stuff that I talked about it should all be featured uh, in the top 10 or 20 uh, new blog posts that I have on the poppunkdad.com uh, as of right now um, another band I'm gonna talk about that I, it's so I'm not a fan of their music, by any means. I mean, back in the day when I was in middle school and I used to wear my hair spiked and I wore Janko jeans, maybe. Uh, it's a band called Godsmack. I'm not a huge fan of them, 
But uh, it's really cool what they just did. They involved kids, uh, students in their new unforgettable music video. Um, uh, it's 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 sickening anymore that music programs are shutting down. Um, I know that my alma mater is a victim to that. Um, it feels like the once it did, they, they somehow the band went from 60 with the music program people in it to over a hundred kids without the music program, and they sound good. They sound really good now. But uh, anyway, uh, with music programs and stuff like that shutting down, and local music being like you know, really hard to come by and, and, and fresh and, and teaching kids and, and having people to give a damn about teaching them. Um, Godsmack stepped up on this and, uh, students, uh, in New Hampshire, um, they involved them in the new unforgettable video on their current album, uh, when legends rise. Um, and then they also did two events, uh, at the end of last week, uh, February 14th and 15th, Valentine's Day. Um, lead singer Sully uh, spoke at um, uh, uh, one of the schools for 300 kids and joined the band to take part in their performance at uh, SNHU Arena in Manchester, New Hampshire. Um, it was kind of like a TED Talk style where he, you know, went to uh, Derry NH. Um, and, and talked about his life, his challenges, his blending in, how music saved his life, and, and, and trying to like encourage kids to pick up music instead of doing terrible things, getting them away from bullying, which we'll get on that topic here in a couple minutes, um, and, 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 and those type of things. Just trying to be a good person, uh, which is really... I mean, it's not strange coming from um, a band like Godsmack, but at the same time, it's kind of weird... It's like hearing Corey Taylor talk about puppies. <laughs> uh, you know, Corey Taylor is the lead singer of Slipknot, in case Yin's out there don't know uh, who Corey Taylor is. Anyway, Saturday morning, uh, the students traveled by bus to uh, SNHU Arena, and they filmed uh, alongside the rest of uh, the Godsmack crew. Uh, that video, I don't know when it's going to drop, but... Um, uh, it's off of their newest record, When Legends Rise. Um, so just keep your eyes and ears peeled out for it. Uh, there's a couple cell phone videos of them doing this and, and performing this on YouTube right now. Uh, I'm not going to link those up, but I will link up the, um, the article to this on, on, the, on my SoundCloud people. Uh, back to the topic of uh, bullying, which is something I just wanted to finish up with the whole Godsmack thing. And now I, uh, I kind of want to talk about this for a minute. It's something that's just... Mm. So there's there's something there's something recently that, that's kind of frustrating that happened as a parent. And I've definitely got to talk about it. Um, our seven-year-old, Ava, uh, was recently picked on because she wanted her hair cut short. Um... She wanted to cut short because she's obsessed with the singer Halsey. And uh, if you may or may not know, Halsey has her hair cut like real short, kind of a bob cut. And uh, Ava had this long, beautiful blonde hair. And one day decided, Mom and Dad, I, I think I want the Halsey cut. And we aren't our parents. Our parents were like, no piercings, no tattoos, can't dye your hair, can't dress this way. And uh, we were like, no, we're, we're not going to be that way. Um, I mean, she was five years old and was walking around with pink hair. So we said, okay. And, and uh, like we've, we've dyed it 
you know, before and uh, it, it, it wasn't a problem. Um, n- nobody said anything. Nothing was a big deal. But, but anyway, like a few days go by and she comes home from school and she's upset. She's crying. Apparently, there were some kids that were picking on her for having short hair, saying she looks like a boy and why don't you grow your hair out? And the thing is, it wasn't like mom knows how to style things. You know, she she made it look nice. She had little clips in there, and she had this little bow in there. And it's not like it was a boy's cut at all. She had clips and bows in her hair. And this cute little headband. And they were just being mean. And we told her, just ignore them. Well, fast forward to you know, a couple days later, I guess. Um, and, and the same kids got a hold of her on Kids Messenger and, and said mean stuff, too. And... Like how 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 annoying how low how bored do you have to be to just message someone and be like I don't like your hair well I mean they're they're seven two they're in the same grade as her but it's like we settled the whole thing but it also got me thinking like what can we do as parents to prevent that kind of stuff from happening you know you hear about you know teen suicide and shootings that are provoked by these type of situations all the time. I mean, it's, it's, it's disgusting how I grew up when Columbine happened and it's disgusting to see that it's just so much on the social norm. And a lot of it's provoked by situations like this. We also have a teenager who she was getting picked on as well. Um, seven years old, isn't as bad as teenagers picking on teenagers. It's drastically worse. Um, Luckily, the school picked up on what was going on there, and they kind of nipped everything in the bud. But, like, if it wasn't for them, what could we have done? Like, you're just kind of – you're kind of clueless as a parent. Um, and then, you know, you even even the parents of the kids that are doing the bullying, you're like – they're, like, sometimes completely oblivious to what's going on. And uh, I got – I was thinking about this, and then I came across this company called Bark. Uh, Bark is this, uh, it's, it's an award-winning dashboard that monitors texts, emails, what your kids are watching on YouTube, and over 20 different social media networks um, that could be haphazardous uh, for your kids. Um, and listen, I hate, I hate monitoring services, services <laughs> that are out there that make you seem like this overprotective helicopter parent, but you've got to do something and looking and listening to bark. Um, it's, it's nothing like that at all. Um, bark has your back when it comes to becoming a parent, when, when, when it comes to being a parent, you, you also want to give your kids the freedom of their technology, their phones, their tablets, uh, you know, whatever they're doing on social media, um, and the ability to go online and do all that stuff without, like I said, being that overprotective, crazy helicopter parent, because that only makes things worse. It only makes things worse. Uh, when you're overprotective, and, and I know I was rebellious, you tell your kid not to do something, and they're going to do it anyway, or they're going to do it even more. Um, so it's... It, it, Bark, it's, it's man's best friend when it comes to watching over your kids online. And for the price of a blind bag toy or a Happy Meal a month, 
You can have your entire family covered under Bark. You know, we have two kids. You can have them both covered for the same price. Also, for any PTA parents out there, it's free for schools. So if you don't have anything going on at your school um, for, for these types of situations, you can bring them up at the next school board meeting or PTA meeting and, and get your school on board with Bark. Um, you can check it out right now at bark.us. There's a seven-day free trial, and you can cancel any time before then. You won't be charged anything. Um, and if you want to keep it, it's nine bucks a month. Uh, that's less than the price of most any streaming service, and I know a lot of you have Netflix and all that other stuff out there. Uh, it's it's $9 a month. Um, and you can, like I said, you can get the entire family covered under this. Um, check out bark.us uh, today. Just just give it a look in. It's a, it's a seven-day free trial. And if you're listening to me on SoundCloud, um, all the links will be in the description uh, for this. If you're uh, my Apple or Spotify people, that's bark.us. Give it a check out today. This is just something that's been, um, it's kind of happened, not just once, but twice to both the kids. So you, you got to do something before it's too late. Also want to go ahead and say that Bark.us, uh, uh, Bark is our sponsor for today's show. I uh, want to thank them a whole lot for just being good people, doing good things, helping out kids. What's 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 better than that? So uh, give those guys a check in on out. Back to some more music time news. Um, I never thought I would see this resurrect back from the dead, and it gives hope to other uh, uh, shows, festivals that have died out. Um, Mayhem Fest 2020 has been confirmed. If you didn't know and don't know what Mayhem Fest uh, is, it's the metal and heavy metal and hardcore counterpart to Warp Tour, where Warp Tour is more ska and punk and poppy. Um, Mayhem Fest is straight metal bands, and uh, it seems as though that uh, the they leaked the first. Uh, tour, the for, first tour date, uh, which is going to be July 10th in Tinley Park, Illinois. Definitely, that is definitely 100% confirmed. And uh, it's confirmed that Lamb of God and Megadeth are also the first bands to be confirmed to play in the resurging Metal Fest uh, in summer of 2020. Um, it's not really known at this time what other bands are going to play the festival, but um, Sumerian Records founder um, Ash... Uh, Avildensen, I think I'm saying that right, uh, purchased the rights to the tour's name, um, having bailed out um, founders John Reese and Kevin Lyman, who also owns the Warp Tour, uh, out of their debts. So, bands signed to Sumerian Records are almost a guaranteed for this tour, which could see anyone from Blackville Brides and Born of Osiris to Poppy and Palais Royale. So, it's going to be kind of a un unique blend. I don't really know what they're doing or what he's doing for the tour this year, but uh, that's the first of that. I'm, uh, I'm kind of excited uh, for it. Um, I remember I, I first time I ever saw Slipknot live was at the 2012 or 2013 um, uh, Mayhem Fest. And they're a band I've talked about on this podcast before where I'm not a huge fan of, uh, uh, wasn't a huge fan of Slipknot, but their live show is so damn good. It's so infectious. You've got you've to see Slipknot at least once in your life. 
Um, it's like seeing one of the old heads like Guns N' Roses or Motley Crue. You might not like all of their songs, but they're going to put on one hell of a show. And let me tell you, people are like, oh, nine dudes jumping around. Sit-. No, nine dudes jumping around on stage doing all that stuff with pyrotechnics and people flying into the crowd and them shooting water on you and all this other stuff. It's insane. Um, I highly recommend seeing Slipknot at least once in your life. Uh, another band that has announced something is uh, uh, we, we got their resurgence, and I talked about this uh, uh, about a month and a half, two months ago, is um, Rage Against the Machine finally announced tour dates. It's not just a couple one-off dates, um, and they, uh, they, they, were announced, they announced their, that they were back together at the end of 2019. Um, and now it seems that they're going to do a full-fledged tour called the uh, Public Service Announcement Tour. Um, uh, kind of kind of excited for that. Uh, tickets are really insane right now. They're playing with uh, Run the Jewels, uh, which is kind of a, uh, an anti-establishment hip-hop group. That's the only way I can describe them, kind of like Public Enemy um, or, or, or Wu-Tang without all 3,000 members. Uh but uh, they're, they're going to do the whole major cities thing. They're hitting uh, Coachella Fest two days in uh, Indio, California. Firefly, Fla- Firefly Fest in Dover, Delaware. And two nights at the legendary Madison Square Garden in New York. And tickets are already on sale for that. That tour goes on from 326 starting out in El Paso, Texas. All the way until... Um, the their their two night stay in the Madison Square Garden and then they're gonna jump over and do the Leeds and Reading Festival, uh, over in the UK. They're hitting uh, Berlin, Prague, and uh, Paris for a couple dates over there. And uh, you you out of uh, out of United States people, uh, will see uh, them probably at the end, beginning to the end of September of 2020. It's really cool to see them together. A lot of people were bitching a whole lot right at first about, oh my God, oh my God, their tour tickets are so expensive. They're on par with like My Chemical Romance who resells are going for seven grand and that's not a lie. It's a real thing Ticketmaster is letting happen, uh, My Chem tickets. But here's the cool thing. Um, they're taking a lot of their money. Tickets are starting out at like two or 300 bucks, just letting you know. Uh, they're taking a lot of the money and they're donating it to various charities, which I don't, they're not sinking in a bunch of profit. I, I thought maybe, wow, these guys are ass, ass is a whole lot of asses uh, when they first announced that they're going to play Coachella Fest because that demographic is the same people that they complain about in their lyrics. Why would you do that? And I guess it's kind of a big FU in the end where they're playing Coachella Fest, but the tickets that people paid for that, the donations are going towards people of need, uh, perhaps the homeless. It's not really said on what it's going to go for yet. Uh, I'm, I'm not really sure that, but I know that they're there. They talked about, and they, they confirmed that they're donating a lot of the proceeds for ticket sales to, uh, good causes, which is amazing in them. It shows that after, you know, almost 30 years that they still, they're still out to kind of stick it to the man. And they're still out to do good things for good people. And that's really what, that's really what you should do as a musician. Anyway, guys, this is the end of the podcast for today. Episode, are we on 24 or 25? I think this is, this is 25. Oh my, we are, uh, let me, let me double check and confirm this. (laughs) We are on episode, hang on, 
We're on episode 25. Wow. Uh, so this is amazing. I didn't even realize this, but we're quarter of a way to 100 episodes in. And uh, I want to thank everybody who's been listening to this. I want to thank again our sponsor, uh, Bark, for uh, for sponsoring the show for today. And with that, guys, um, stay good to each other and uh, stay pop punk. Later. Thank you.